Hello, I'm Erin, and welcome to Drift. Tonight, I thought I'd offer you a special reading, and one that you may want to share. And I thank you for that. This version of A Visit from St. Nicholas, or Twas the Night Before Christmas, as it's also known, could be one to share with your children or your grandchildren if you're lucky enough to have them with you. Anyway, I hope you'll listen together, and if, by chance, you find yourself alone right now, know that I am there with you, my favorite place to be on Christmas Eve. You see, for years and years, two decades actually, I had the great honor and pleasure of doing a six-hour radio show on Christmas Eve. Our friends from the radio station at which I did mornings for that time would come by, we'd sing, we'd drink, we'd eat, laugh, tell stories, and share cheer. Truly, our families embraced each other and the love and joy of the season. We began the Christmas Eve at Aaron show on radio station 98.1 CHFI in Toronto, Canada. Because my husband Rob and I wanted to have tapes, have memories of our Christmases with our one and only child as she grew. A daughter named Lauren. She was with us every Christmas Eve show we did from the year of her birth in 1991 until the Christmas Eve before she passed away 24 years later. So you see, this story and so many of the traditions around this time of year hold precious memories for me and for us. And it's through sharing this poem and the many things we do to keep those memories alive that we hold those who are no longer here in our hearts. Maybe you do too. And so, as we do that, I want to thank you for being with me through this year and helping Drift to find its way into so many wonderful places around the world and right there in your bed, in your chair, wherever you get cozy and relaxed with our stories. But I also want to thank two special people who make this all free for you. Their names are Kathy and Kim. They're RNs who started Envy Pillow a beautiful, ergonomically advanced and ecologically leading-edge pillow with copper infusion and so many wonderful options that you really must go to their website. It's envypillow.com. Use the word DRIFT and receive 10% off all the time. Thanks, ladies. So here we are with a special story that has been part of family's traditions for generations. It all began in 1823, thanks to a man named Clement Clark Moore. Or at least, that's what we have believed for a very long time. Who was he? And what's the story behind the story? Well, as you get comfortable and take some nice, deep, cleansing and relaxing breaths in and out and again one more time in and out I'll tell you 
Clement Clark Moore lived in the United States and was born in 1779, just a few years after American independence was obtained. He was a well-educated man, the son of a preacher. He was a scholar of Hebrew and studied Greek and Asian literature. Well, somewhere in there, it seems he found time to write poetry as well. And it is this piece, A Visit from St. Nicholas, which has also come to be known as The Night Before Christmas, as I said, for which he became famous and remains well-known. This poem was published almost exactly 200 years ago, first anonymously. Nearly two decades later, Mr. Moore included it in a collection of his own works and took credit for the poem. But the family of a man named Henry Livingston Jr. said that he had written it. Now, because Mr. Livingston had died by the time Moore's book came out, and due to the lack of any kind of physical proof, the soldier's family had no leg to stand on. Moore claimed he'd written it to amuse his children. But more recent computer-aided analysis of the poetry written by both men seems to lean towards Mr. Livingston, indeed being the author of this classic work instead. Of course, now the poem is in public domain, and all there is left is to give thanks to both Mr. Livingston, I presume, and Mr. Moore, whichever of the two men wrote this timeless tale, for adding to our Christmas traditions. Now we take you back to the early 19th century, when the Santa Claus we know now was somewhat different from the one who visited children then. You see, he was a younger Santa, smaller, more spry and lively, and truly more elf-like than the man we have come to know and love all of these years later. As timeless as Father Christmas is, it does seem that he, too, changes over the years, which is a comforting thought in itself, isn't it? Oh, and you may notice as you listen that one of the reindeer's names has changed. See if you can catch it. Let's share with you this classic tale, A Visit from St. Nicholas. Let's drift. Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of sugar plums danced in their heads. And Mama in her kerchief, and I in my cap, had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there rose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters, and threw up the sash. 
the moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. With a little old driver, so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be St. Nick. More rapid than eagles his coursers they came, and he whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid, on Dunder and Blitzen, to the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As dry leaves that before the wild hurricane fly, when they meet with an obstacle, mount to the sky. So up to the housetops the coursers they flew. With a sleigh full of toys, and St. Nicholas, too. And then, in a twinkling, I heard on the roof the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney St. Nicholas came with a bound. He was dressed all in fur from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler, just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled! His dimples, how merry! His cheeks were like roses, his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the beard on his chin was as white as the snow. The stump of a pipe he held tight in his teeth, and the smoke, it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly that shook when he laughed like a bowl full of jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but went straight to his work and filled all the stockings, then turned with a jerk and laying his finger aside of his nose and giving a nod up the chimney he rose he sprang to his sleigh to his team gave a whistle and away they all flew like the down of a thistle but I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. And with that, I wish you a gentle rest. You may not have sugar plum visions, but that's okay. You dream 
of what you want to dream, whether it's the present in the presence or the future or the past. Have a gentle rest as you drift off. Sweet dreams.